Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow, but millions of you out there. Before all this started, I had already written in my memoir. I dedicate this book to anyone that's looking for hope. Well, right now we're all looking for hope. I believe that my story is gonna bring inspiration and hope to everyone. By the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. To thank you all for your support, I'm offering some of my best prices ever on my pillow products, including this exclusive bundle. You get my book and these five my pillows. They all have beautiful scenes and verses from the Bible, such as Isaiah 41:10. Do not fear, for I am with you. This six-pack bundle is regularly $219. Now it's just $99.98 and free shipping with your promo code. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RENEGADE or call 800-889-6817 to receive this exclusive offer. Free Talk Live. Welcome to the sermon, everybody. It is Sunday. I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. We'll be talking about all sorts of things today here on Free Talk Live. We're a live call and radio talk program. And so if you want to join the conversation tonight, you may dial 603 283 6160. Again, 603 603- Two eight three six one six zero. Of course, I am your host. With me tonight, Nikki and Richie Rich. The gang is back together. Woo! Made it. It's it's been a, a few weeks of the whole you know, way some, here. Some rotating folks. We do that from time to time yeah. here on Free Talk Live. So, uh, but it's always nice to have uh, the regular crew in house for an episode. You guys brought in some great show prep, uh, as well as did I, and so we've kind of been talking about, well, we're not going to get to all of it, but I wanted because to lead... your calls are more important. Well, that and I wanted to lead with this bizarre story. This is from NBC News. I'm sorry. Yeah, NBC News. Fake news. The headline reads, man killed his daughter's boyfriend for selling her into sex trafficking ring, police say. Hero. Hero. So far, right? The, what more do we need to the know? The 19-year-old victim was killed last year, police in Spokane, Washington, said. The remains were recently discovered in the trunk of a car. So there are some folks out there who, you know, they would like to make sure folks abide by the letter of the law. That's the problem with the modern-day justice system, Right. If someone do, if someone tries to sell your daughter into sex slavery and you kill them, like you shouldn't have to hide the body. That body should like be strung up on a pole in the middle of town. Yeah. Right? As a warning to all others who would try this behavior that this will not stand and this is the result. Honestly, I absolutely agree with you. People that are so. <laughs> are doing stuff like that should be hung in the street and everybody should see it. Right. Because that's how we set, you know, boundaries for society and that's how we set up social expectations i i would have no problem with that i don't know that that would be my choice if i were the father in the situation where i would you know, hang the body you know, okay. but i would certainly not discourage publicizing the event right 
uh, you know, I, I might choose a different method of display, perhaps, uh, you know, I don't know, putting it in some sort of a, you remember the Pope mobile where yeah. like yeah. they basically have like a bubble, you know, surrounding yeah. the Pope or whatever, Sacred you know, I might, God. I might hire a driver and drive it around town or something, you know, maybe put it on tour. Like a hood okay. ornament. You know, you could follow it around like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> hood ornaments need to make a comeback. By yeah. the way, there's no good horn, hood ornament cars out there. Yeah, and you know we haven't had a good beheading in a while. Okay, so this could have been his opportunity. A Washington state father killed his daughter's 19 year old boyfriend for selling her into a sex trafficking ring. Police said the boyfriend's remains were discovered in the trunk of an abandoned car on East Everett Avenue in Spokane last month. Police said in a press release Monday, investigators believe the victim was killed in November of 2020. The girl's father, John Eisenman, age 60, was charged with first-degree murder and is being held on a $1 million bond. Attorney information was not listed for him. Police say Eisenman learned in October of 2020 that his juvenile daughter had been sex trafficked in the Seattle area and obtained information, quote-unquote, that her boyfriend was the one responsible, according to the press release. Eisenman was able to rescue his daughter and get her back to Spokane that same month, police said. I mean, this sounds like a, a movie's going to be made about this, right? You know, yeah. it's going to, you know, Sylvester Stallone's going to be the, de- I, you know, I don't know, some sure action why. hero. Because that's basically what Rambo, uh, what the, the last Rambo was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that she's safe. That was my next question if she actually got rescued. Because, I mean, sex yeah. trafficking's yeah, no to the joke. Dad, that dad was just in Seattle, right? Like, it could have been done out of the country somewhere else offshore by then. Yeah, they, they go quick. Yeah. It's scary. So, during that encounter, well, hang on, uh, when the father learned that his daughter's boyfriend was going to be at a location in Airway Heights, Eisenman drove there and waited for the 19-year-old to arrive. During that encounter, Eisenman abducted the victim, tying him up, placed him in the trunk of the vehicle. I want to say allegedly to all of that. Okay. (laughs) Eisenman subsequently assaulted the victim by hitting him in the head with a cinder block and then stabbed him repeatedly, causing his death. Wow. Okay. Justified. Police uh, said after the homicide, Eisenman drove the vehicle to a remote area in North Spokane County and abandoned the car with the body still inside. The car remained in the remote area until last month. When a person drove it to Spokane, the city, and left it on East Everett Avenue. The remains were discovered after people began rummaging through the abandoned vehicle. I almost think he missed an opportunity to take it down to Portland and leave it in one of the riots. (laughs) 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 Then no one would care. Amber Hellman said her boyfriend and a friend were working outside and noticed the car had been left on a street for a while. They were just looking around, and for some reason, they decided to look in the trunk. And all I hear is, there's a body, she told NBC affiliate KHQ-TV of Spokane. Authorities said they do not believe the person who moved the car was aware that a body was in the trunk. That's believable. Like, I mean, I don't know. Spokane is eastern Washington. I've lived there for six years. I jokingly call it the Midwest because... You know, the Seattle area is, you know, where everybody kind of talks about where it's only got really two seasons, rain, and then, you know, the other summer and winter. Yep. Right. Uh, but 
there's a lot of land, a lot of sort of, you know, gray area, if you will. I don't know what to call it. Um, it's not quite desert. It's like high desert okay. in, in western Washington where not a lot grows. There's shrubs and stuff. There's not a lot of moisture. And there are four seasons, but it's flatland. Okay. There's lots of it. So it'd be real easy to just like park a car on, you know, some back 40 somewhere and just kind of leave it. I'm guessing that the father thought that that car would just remain wherever he abandoned it. And That's that possible. somebody else, I, I, they don't actually tell us anything He's more. He's also not a real story. criminal, right? So, like, to be thinking like a real criminal, like, where am I going to dispose yeah. of the body? That's true. Probably doesn't cross a normal man's head when he's, you know, protecting his daughter avenging and avenging his daughter. His daughter. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Protect, rescue, avenge, you know. It is interesting that it went undiscovered for over a year until well, somebody moved the, you know, the thing. Sure. I mean, so. th- there's a lot that goes on. Like, if I see a car in the same spot, I just, I don't really pay much attention to it. But at the same time... It's not time, parked illegally. The cops aren't going to look at it too much either. Like, Dad is 60 years old in this story, so... Yeah. I mean, he's lived a life, right? He's 60. Sure. So, do you think he's sitting in jail just like, hey, I don't care, I did the right thing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Like, there, there's the dudes that, you know, when the when the child molester comes to jail, where I, like, killed him, and then went to court and like, yep, totally killed him. Not even good. And right. it's like, yeah. can you even be mad at those people? No, like, no, no. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in fact, child molesters don't last very long in general population. No, prisons, and so. and the COs, so the COs obviously know because they're kind of on the outside and they can kind of get that scoop. And then they're the ones that usually spill the beans to the inmates. Like, hey, by the way, like this guy, you might want to, you know, right. So even if he gets, even if they gets prosecuted and in jail, right? They're like, well, what are you in for? I killed the guy who sold my daughter into sex slavery. He's going to be a hero. Yeah. So I know there are some laws in some states. Uh, I think Texas has what they call the, the heat of passion law, where if you kill, you know, if you come home and discover, you know, like your wife and, you know, her lover in your bed, you can kill them both. Nice. And that's like a forgivable offense. They won't prosecute you for okay. that. But if you kill just one of them, you're going to jail. Okay. That's so weird. Like, not the heat of passion? Okay. I don't understand like the, so, but my question is, is. Do jurisdictions allow for this type of a thing? Well, clearly. I don't know what they are in different jurisdictions. I think they should. To me, if you're allowed to murder your partner and who they're cheating on you with, but you can't murder this kid that sold your daughter into sex trafficking, you know, I think that's more justifiable than killing your wife for cheating on you. Are you aware, listeners, of any jurisdiction where... This type of a thing is a forgivable offense. And can we get some legal advice on that crime of passion? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the magic telephone number. If you would like to join us in our conversation here tonight on this Sunday edition of Free Talk Live, in the studio tonight it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Nikki and Richie Rich. I just want to take a second. I saw a couple of things in 
the chat during the break there. Uh, somebody says, are you quit? No, she didn't quit. She's just on a different couple different days now. I'm doing Sundays, and she's doing some other days. So. You can tell they don't listen every night. Yeah. <laughs> If you ever have any questions, just go over to freetalklive.com. You can click on the section that shows you. You can scroll through all the previous shows, or you can go to our SoundCloud page, do the same thing, and you can see who the hosts were on any given night. Can Um, we filter it so I only listen to Aria shows? I mean, mean, that's what I do. You can. Uh, I tend to listen to the digests that Mr. Riley Blake puts together for us. Which are the condensed version. So normally our show, uh, if you listen to it live, it's three hours. Yeah. Uh, he gets it down to around a half hour. Yeah. So he kind of gets the you know greatest hits, if you will, of any given night's episode. It helps me keep up with the hosts and you know what has been talked about and you know who's been on. Uh, so it's you know it's a condensed version for me. I can catch up on a whole week's show in the time that it would take me to listen to one show. But I, I mean, wanna... if you were really a hardcore free talk live fan, you would listen. To all three hours, yeah. seven it, days a week, a little, every single day of your life. A little more difficult to do that when you're a host guy. as well. So, I'll yeah. be, I'll, I don't want to be the, the the negative Nancy, but I am not a big fan of the digest format. Wow, well, you don't the have truth to be. comes out. So you don't have to be, and that's the great thing about Free Talk Live is yeah. we we provide a multi a multitude of Understood. varieties of formats for our listeners. So you want the live show, catch the live show. You can catch it online or on your radio stations. I'm uh, glad it's there. Yeah, um, it comes in handy. I like it. Sure, but in my opinion, like it, a lot of the times there's a there's a good conversation going, and Riley doesn't like it, so you miss half the conversation because so, he moves on to something else. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah. that's an opinion. It is, and it's mine, and I shared it. All right, that's what we do here <laughs> on Free Talk Live. <laughs> figured it was okay. Uh, somebody asks: Is overall guy some kind of maintenance worker? No, it's an overkilt. <laughs> is it an overkill? Yeah. <laughs> Nice. That's even a better answer than I imagined you were going to give. It's uh, the coolest kilt I've ever seen. Somebody so opined him. maybe he's a farmer, welder, or engineer. Uh, and then Jesus the Cynic says, Captain Kickass needs an OnlyFans page. I beg to differ. <laughs> you may, Captain, because here's the thing about OnlyFans. It's not just a sex site. It's just overrun by sex workers. Really? Yeah. Well, what else is it for? Exactly. It's for whatever you want, oh. but it's it's also open to sex workers where most other sites are not, and so that's where th- those people gravitate to. Yeah. It's very inclusive. I like that. Right. But if, if you had art that you did, like doodles and pencil drawings, you could totally create an OnlyFans page for yeah. your doodly pencil drawings. Un- unfortunately, that doesn't make as much money as boobs. You're but absolutely correct. Yeah, it's not going to. If you want to make that real money... Right. So I don't know what Captain Kickass might put his music up on there, right? And then you want the latest and greatest before he releases it publicly. Boom, you go to the Captain Kickass early release OnlyFans page. Hey, I'll subscribe to your OnlyFans, Captain. Aw. But will you watch? Of course I will. <laughs> what if it is his boobs? Uh, I'd watch that too. <laughs> so we were talking in the last segment about this guy, this father who found out his daughter's his you know not 18 year old daughter that her boyfriend had sold her into prostitution sex trafficking uh in the seattle area and he found out found out where this guy this her boyfriend was going to be who was 19 at the time uh kidnapped him and murdered him yep straight up killed him 
something about a knife stabbed multiple times and something about hitting him in the head with a cinder block. So the dude is dead. Uh, He chucked him in the back of a car and abandoned this car somewhere, and it stayed abandoned for a year, and suddenly a year goes by. Somebody moves the car, and, uh, you know. Who moved the car? Right? That's a good question. Yeah, like, were there keys? Right. Like, how would you move it? It's probably somebody. tow it? How did he get the, did he steal the car in the first place and then return it? This is getting suspicious. And, you know, I I don't know. I have another question. How do they have any evidence that the father did it? Did he admit to it? Like what? Because it might not be him. I mean, if he straight up admitted to it, then it probably is. Yeah, but. this particular article is very, we'll say, assuming. Yeah, right. Yeah. It 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 didn't say allegedly, allegedly, as you pointed out. You know, as if this guy has been convicted already of of doing these things and you know that type of thing. It Who's does, the douchebag prosecutor is like, yep, we got to go get this guy. It does leave out many facts. I, the questions that you guys have asked are not covered in this particular article, uh, so I can't answer them for you. But but if you know the answer, what's that phone number, Kevin? It's 603-283-6160, Richie Rich. There you go. If you would like to, you know. Enlighten us. Yes, you may, you may call that. Uh, but let's move on because you guys brought in some interesting stuff. Uh, I like this one. The Florida Teacher of the Year has been arrested for hitting a pupil who criticized the award. That headline is just great, right? <laughs> he goes, you don't deserve Teacher of the Year, and then smack, <laughs> right? <laughs> Proving his point <laughs> that she did not deserve the award. Well, I that's, mean, like, that's a great point. I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> a Florida educator was, was busted for child abuse. Two days after being named Teacher of the Year for, this one says allegedly, allegedly hitting a student who criticized her getting the award, according to police. I'll tell you, Ms. Vaughn, what you could do with that award. <laughs> I mean, it is Florida. Yeah, that's a, so I'd put no stock into that. I mean, are You're saying there, it doesn't take much to be the Teacher of the Year in Florida? Like, it's such a no, low No, I'm just saying okay. it's She's Florida, like it's Florida. Florida. Weird stuff you know. goes on in Florida, supposedly, but I, I don't know that that's, there's any more... You know, any a higher rate of weirdness in Florida than anywhere else. It's it's developed this stigma, this I don't know what, what you yeah. would call it. I thought there was just more will, but yeah. drugs there, like more meth, well, more more well, people tweaking. There's more retirees there, so I just I mean I chalked it up to like senior moments. Okay, you know I general I generally believe that stereotypes exist for a reason, right? And if there is a well, because not everybody wants to listen to the same type of stereo. Okay, right. You, was it, you gotta have Iowa, Pioneer, yeah. you gotta have Iowa, Kenwood, have Kenwood, Kenwood's you know, kicking those. that fucking yeah, yeah. trunk. What's the Blaupunkt? Oh yeah, right? yeah. that's an old school one. Dude, that's, back what my, the day. that's what my stepbrothers had. Right. Uh, but anyway, so stereotypes exist for a reason, right? So the reason that there is a Florida man stereotype is because an inordinate amount of stories like that start with seem to come a out Florida of Florida, man. right? And so, so it's safe to say that there's something in the water down there. It's, it's kind of got its own infamy. And it's not always retirees, right? It's just the the random weird dude that just happened to grow up in Tampa. Well, and you have to remember, too, that Florida is part of the larger stereotype known as the South. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. I don't know if it, it, oh, it's I, technically true. I lived in there. the panhandle of Florida, or southern Alabama, as it's more commonly yeah. referred to. So, 603-283-6160. 
Coming up, we'll talk more about this Florida Teacher of the Year who then hit a pupil. When a lunar observatory detects a radio broadcast originating from Proxima Centauri, the nations of Earth discover their first contact with an alien race may also be their last. With the Proximans facing an extinction-level disaster, Earth must choose between sending a ship on a multi-year journey or allowing nature to take its course. Saving Proxima, a hard science fiction thriller by Travis S. Taylor and Les Johnson. From BaneBooks.com. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Where to kill the mood, Captain? Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like to do that from time to time. <laughs> Just, you know, throw a question in there. That, you know, And it's been a minute since I've seen you. So, I know. You know. Uh, but, yeah, 603-283-6160 is the number if you'd like to join us here on this live Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse for ignoring this important and world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com to get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very slick and easy-to-use website, visit bitcoin.com. All right, so we just sort of teased the headline of this article from the New York Post. Florida Teacher of the Year Arrested for Hitting a Pupil Who Criticized the Award. Is capital punishment okay in Florida? Like, I mean, was this part of her purview? <laughs> like, put your hand on, I'm going to smack you with the ruler, and then just went a little I, overboard? I liked your points that you, you guys are like, well, doesn't that just prove she didn't deserve the award? Award in the first place. It seems pretty clear. He criticizes her for getting the award and he immediately gets smacked. I know any level headed person would just be like, I mean, not physically abuse the child. You know, maybe right. get upset, but I mean. Or go like, well, where's your award for the best student of the year? Right? Like she, yeah, she like, could totally rub it in. This, this could have been very easily settled with, you know, maturity. Words. <laughs> okay. any, any form of words. <laughs> Mrs. Melanie, use your words, right? This is the, the teacher's name, Mrs. Melanie. Oh, okay. High school English teacher. High school. So she should high also school. know her words. High school even, right? <laughs> I, I, I half expected this to be like seventh grade or something, you know. No. High school English teacher, Caroline. Uh, high school students are ornery. Caroline Melanie. Now, oh, she has three first names. Caroline, Caroline Melanie Red Lee. Red flag. Red flag. Caroline Melanie <laughs> Lee. So I wonder which, I guess Lee is her. I should spell Lee, Lee. just out of curiosity. L-E-E. Oh, okay. The normal spelling. Caroline Melanie Lee. All of them are the normal spellings. Caroline Melanie Lee, age 60, was proudly hailed for her achievements by the Duval County Public Schools last Wednesday, according to the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. But she was arrested Friday, accused of hitting a female pupil in the face. (laughs) And leaving her right in the face, leaving her with a bloody nose. The arrest report said, "Wow." 
Lee allegedly demanded the pupil to come to her office after she read a comment thread on the Instagram post <laughs> that challenged her new award, accusing her of using the N-word in classes. Oh, wow. The pupil, huh. who was not identified because she's a juvenile, was too terrified to go to Lee's office, she told investigators. But the teacher stormed into her classroom and demanded she leave with her, the police report said, with surveillance showing the teacher walking ahead at an aggressive pace. So this, this wasn't even her teacher then? Like she stormed into the classroom of another teacher? This, I, I don't know that she wasn't her teacher like at all. Okay. But she obviously stormed into another classroom yeah. where this pupil was. She sent some sort of message like, you need to come to, to my room. And the people was like, I'm not going to her room. I'm, she's probably going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how bad she really is. And that this award is bogus. A, this was about an Instagram post. I it, yeah. it sounded at first like she they were in the class together and the student was just kind of talking smack and got her you know riled up and all heated. That's how but, I envisioned it as well. But instead, it was a post, the girl, a comment the girl made online that made her angry enough to days later physically assault the student, go out of her way to physically assault the student. Florida man, what can you do? <laughs> I, I just want to reiterate this because maybe somebody out there is listening who doesn't know, but uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all these social media, pl- they're not real places. Yeah, that's that's what Dave Chappelle says. That's right. They're they're just and everybody should know that. I operate in real life. You guys can have Twitter. So anyway, the, the teacher did storm into the classroom, demanded she leave with her, with her surveillance showing the teacher walking ahead at an aggressive pace. Once alone in Lee's classroom, the teacher shut the door and then reached across the table and struck her in the face with the heel of her palm. Wow! The girl told investigators. Mm. Lee, this is the teacher now, then began repeatedly calling her an effing bitch. Okay. As she landed several more strikes. Talking back. On Who's the teacher top of the year? Of her head. <laughs> Who's teacher of the year? And then kicked her in the lower leg. What? Call me teacher of the year. Surveillance footage. <laughs> Who's the teacher of the year? Who's the teacher? Surveillance footage shows the girl holding her face as she went straight to the school's guidance counselor to report the alleged attack, the report said. They have a picture of this bitty. She looks crazy. Old bitty. She got crazy eyes. She got crazy eyes. Why didn't I would hit her back? Well, yes, but you're also like in high school getting assaulted by a teacher. No, in high school. Now I actually probably wouldn't. In high school? Oh, really? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, like grade oh, yeah. school, I probably wouldn't have. High school, I probably would have. Yeah. Maybe post okay. high school, not so. I mean, that's yeah. just me. That's That was my, you know, sort of aggressive like, growth period, Yeah, I think I'm know. riding okay. that curve, too. There was, there was, in my high school, there was a student who got into an altercation with a teacher. I don't know how physical it got, but yeah. the teacher was fired. Um, the student was suspended, but made it back in time for football season because he was like the star running back. Hmm. Like, really? He, he, like, punched the teacher, and you guys let him back in the school? Hmm. It's like, well, there's more to it than well, that. Yeah, he plays well, he's a star football player, <laughs> yeah. obviously. He's, he's good at football. <laughs> like, I'm con- we, good reason. We were a really good football team at the time, and I'm convinced that was the reason. We? I mean, Did you also play? I was the water boy for a season. Well, okay, I guess that qualifies. Yeah. You want to call it we? That's fine. 
Uh, Lee admitted to being in the classroom, but denied hitting the girl and could not explain the bloody nose. She walked into a door, Your Honor. She did, however, admit using the N-word in classes, but only while reading it in John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men, the arrest warrant said. I'm okay with that. The teacher did? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, even when I was in either grade school or high school, I'm not sure. uh, Was it uh, Huckleberry Finn? Sure. Uh, Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer, I, I believe. Uh, where there's a gratuitous use of the N-word. Yeah. Uh, right. And it was, you know, we were reading the whole thing out loud. Like, kids were reading it. We were going from kid to kid to kid. Okay, yeah. you read a chapter, and yep. you read a page, and, you know, so, like, the teacher, like, kind of forced us, kind of, you know, to... to Just read it, what's right? on the page. Yeah. So I, I've been watching way too much of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, as an aside, and the, like, in opening arguments, the defense attorney, yeah. like, used that word twice. Yeah. In quoting, you know, one of the rioters and i was like huh i don't know if i would have done that as the defense also and i feel like sometimes like it's okay like certain words it's okay to censor it you know like we don't really need to use that word like i'm not opposed to profanity but some racial slurs it's like eh, especially if you're in that instance with the kyle rittenhouse trial it's like you're the open like this is the opening statement for the defense like maybe like be have a little bit better taste yeah i don't i mean it should be a personal choice, and then if somebody uses words that, well, you don't like, then yep. that lets you know what kind of a person they are. But I yeah. also listen to rap music, and I also do karaoke, and yeah, sometimes but, okay. they overlap. A versus ER. I mean, it's a big distinction, oh, okay. I think. I, I, I think I so. I don't think so. I, okay. Either way, I'm generally okay with the use of that word like in context, and if you're reading a classic novel and that word comes up, I think that's on the table. Because you're not directing it at anyone, you're not directing it, you know, at at a particular re- person for you know gratuitous reasons. It's just the word on the page, and you should be allowed to say it. Uh, the high school principal Tyrus Lyles wrote to parents on Friday about the quote very disappointing arrest of a teacher for child abuse, unquote. We'll so he's talk- taking the teacher side. We'll talk a little bit more about this coming up on the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Come on and listen from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. every night of the week to Free Talk Live. We're a live call-in radio talk program where you can call in, take control of the airwaves, talk about anything you'd like. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, It's never a good idea. To keep much cryptocurrency on your phone. Not only is it too easy to spend, but somebody could hack your device or just outright take it from you. The question of how to safely store cryptocurrency was answered a long time ago, but now Bitbox has given an even better answer. It is a hardware wallet that is completely open source, and it doesn't have some of the problems that other hardware wallets seem to have. Soon, we'll be giving away three of the latest versions of the BitBox. But if you don't want to wait or take your chances in a giveaway, head over to box.freetalklive.com 
to purchase one of these hardware wallets and use the code FTL, as in Free Talk Live, for a 5% discount. That's box.freetalklive.com. Are hosts eligible for that giveaway? I or do I have to put in my mom's name? No. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would love one, actually, now that I think of it. I do not know. Uh, we could ask our producers, you okay. know, here in a little while, uh, if that is the case. Uh, but it's certainly open to listeners for certain. Okay. Uh, and your mom. Okay. My mom <laughs> listens. If she, you know, would like to participate. I don't know when the actual yeah. giveaway is going to happen or what the stipulations of that are as of yet, but it's coming up. Stay tuned. Okay. All right. So we've been talking about <laughs> this teacher of the year. Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> Alleged teacher here. They've got to revoke the award, right? I mean, you would I know. Think Someone so. else deserves that award. Uh, apparently, who's the runner-up that lost to this chick? <laughs> who's now going to get the award? Maybe, right? I know. I would like to see a list of the staff that works there. <laughs> like, who are these other teachers that lost to this, this lady? This... Imagine the pretentiousness on her face. Like, see, you could have given it to me, but no, you gave it to the child abuser. This Miss Lee apparently, you know, r- reportedly asked this particular pupil to come to her office or to her classroom. And this pupil was like, no, I'm not going to. She's too scared or too scary for me to do so. And so the teacher finally went to her classroom, found her, and, you know, basically yelled at her until she followed her to her classroom, closed the door, and then allegedly began hitting the child in the face. Open palm strike to the face. To to the tune of a bloody nose. And then kicked her as well, allegedly. Curb stomped the student. And so the high school principal, Tyrus Lyles, wrote to family parents on Friday, said he was very disappointed about the arrest of a teacher for child abuse. Even more disappointing, the teacher arrested is our recent Teacher of the Year nominee. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> See, when you read that the first time, I thought it was he, he was disappointed that the teacher got arrested, right? Like, this was this is perfectly acceptable behavior. Well, physical discipline, you know, it's Florida. The, the teacher... Catholic nuns, man. They'd be all over this. We support her. Yeah. They used to, I mean, you could still find them. They're these wooden paddles that were yeah. I get it. Know, yeah. the, the, the headmaster, right? And that was what they did. They struck children uh, on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. They got their support signs hoisted up on a yardstick. Yeah. The teacher, uh, this is a quote from the principal, the teacher has been removed from the classroom and will not return pending the judicial and internal procedures, the principal wrote. District Superintendent Dr. Diana Green called the allegation beyond disturbing. What is alleged should never occur ever, especially in a school setting, Green said. I have no tolerance for adults who harm children, especially adults in a position of trust. We will cooperate with all investigations and pending those results, we will take the actions necessary to stand up for and protect our students. I wonder if the teachers union is going to like come to her defense, like the police union. Hmm. Right? Maybe you should just retire and keep your pension before the trial. <laughs> I mean, she was teacher of the year after all. That's got to count for something. This lady really hit this little girl and thought that it would turn out well for her. Like she didn't think that through. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the first to admit... If it's high school, she might have been a woman. I'll be yeah. the first to admit that children 
have a talent for getting on the nerves of adults, right? This, sure. This is a thing that has been true since the dawn of man. I, I was masterful at this technique. You know, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty good at it, really. Um, and did I get hit? Yeah, I got hit a couple of times. Sure. Uh, well deserved. But possibly, I never, I never got a teacher of the year to strike me in the. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a, uh, it's not a trophy on my mantle of juvenile delinquency. It's on her personal record and her resume. (laughs) This will go down on your permanent record. Yeah, yeah. I at the at the reunion twenty years from now, weren't you the one that like got socked in the face by Mrs. Lee? (laughs) Yeah, that was me. My life's been all downhill since then. No, no, the, you just follow up teacher of the year, right? That's your that's your only follow up to that. I if Mrs. Lee is chaperoning that event still. What year is it now? Twenty twenty one. Allegedly, mean, haven't we gotten past all of this yet? This is what the violence, human violence, behavior, and human behavior no. in, in 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 a school. I suppose it, I realize it's a government education indoctrination camp, and no wonder the teacher thought she could get away with it. But I don't think that really happens too much nowadays. Physical discipline in the classroom. I mean, maybe in Catholic school, but not in like well, regular and, public school. And the other thing is, if you're going to do something like that. there are people that like probably that, call for more of it. If you, yeah. if you are a teacher and you're going to do something like this, do it in front of a full classroom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, lots of witnesses. Just for shock factor. Oh, okay. You know what I yeah. mean? So, you know, the next time they get some, like, you know, grumpy teacher or something, maybe the kids will think twice about being annoying. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you got, you got to set the tone early. Yeah. <laughs> when the kids come in on the first day, you take the biggest one and you smack them. Just <laughs> so the rest know who's actually boss in there. I mean, in many ways, the school system does mimic the prison system. <laughs> no, I totally understand. So it's only a matter of time until... <laughs> We're being sarcastic here on Free Talk Live, of course, but it's only a matter of time until these behaviors become the norm. Well, I, I, I really think the norm has gone the opposite direction in a lot of cases, right? There, there are, you know, I'm sorry, I have to stop you because now that we've brought up the word norm, norm, now I picture a classroom full of nothing but norm from Cheers. I feel like I'm Norm from Cheers at like the local new mover party, like once a month. Like I have my I have my seat. Do you down have a stool in the corner? I, I just sit at the end of the table. And a couple of months ago, there was someone in my seat when I got there, so I sat the opposite. And there was someone's like, "You don't ever sit at this end of the table." I'm like, "Yes," because I got here two minutes late. And there was did someone you, in my seat. Did you strike them in the face with the palm heel of your hand? No, I, I just sat at the other. So end of the you're table. telling me that it's not a good idea. For some an individual to strike somebody in the face with the palm of their hand, palm heel. I mean, depending the context matters. In this case, no. Um, in the teacher case, probably not. You know, this new mover party. It's very possible that the person sitting in my chair was armed and would not want to start a physical confrontation. Either. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I like about New Hampshire, it's a more peaceful place because you just assume everybody's carrying. Yeah, yeah. we don't do dumb stuff like this. Yes. Yeah. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of videos online where the norm is the opposite, right? Where the students, because they are they are emboldened by the lack of discipline that is allowed, right, um, assault and harass the staff and the teachers, right, in, a, in, in certain school settings. And the teachers are held powerless to do anything about that um, because doing this gets them in, the, in trouble and it's not worth like disciplining the students is not worth risking their job. Right. So the students run amok, nothing gets done, they come out dumber. 
and the teacher still gets paid. How do you get to a point as a teacher, a 60-year-old teacher, where you're like, yep, this is totally worthwhile? Well, this is totally worth risking. Probably because at one point in her career, it was acceptable. Right, and then sixty oh, though I don't know, man. Like I'm forty nine, so sixty means she's she's been a prof- she could have been a teacher for forty it's, years. It's only okay, but still, I mean, most of that's been gone, done away with for a long time. Man. Maybe now that I think about it, I think my grandmother used to be a teacher at like a a preschool. Like if she was eighty, maybe yeah. right. I can and I'm pretty see, sure okay. my grandma got fired for spanking a spanking a two year old. I got spanked in first grade, and I'm only twenty three. This no. this lady's right. only like eleven years older than me. Understood, but how long has she been a teacher, and what was acceptable in the eighties? None of them. There was, I mean, at least when I went to school, there was no form of uh, punish- punishment of physical punishment okay. uh, in my grade schools or high school. Nope. Uh, now I'm a Midwestern kid, so that's just you know, was it going on in other places? I don't know. I can only speak to my experiences. 603-283-6160. Coming up, at least eight dead and 300 injured after a mysterious mass casualty incident at a concert. More Free Talk Lives on the way. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com free talk live welcome back everybody thank you for tuning in it is free talk live i did just say as a matter of fact i'll say it again it's free talk live you don't say it's like uh, what the old gag from like Looney Tunes. The phone rings, and the guy's like, "You don't say, you don't say, you don't say." Click. Who was it? He didn't, he didn't say. say. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you'd like to say, you may say, you may say, "Mama say, Mama sama makusa." Mama say, Mama or, sama makusa. <laughs> or you may say words about any topic that you like. It's free talk live. The phones are open. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero in the studio. It's myself, the captain, Nikki, and Richie Rich. So before we went to break, I alluded to this headline: at least eight dead, three hundred injured after mysterious mass casualty and incident at a Travis Scott concert. That's wait, vague. Wait, a mass casualty incident. Wait, and also this guy's got two first names. Travis Scott. Can't trust him. Can't trust him. Never go to a concert of a guy with two first names. Just never trust a guy with two first names. Okay. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. 
That's what I've been told by many an, many an elder person. And whenever I ask why, they're like, don't argue with me. <laughs> don't so be I, caught in the same room as a teacher with three first names either. I guess, yeah. Learning lessons Especially all Especially after they won an award. <laughs> <laughs> so what about these eight dead, 300 injured at a mass casualty incident? This is from ZeroHedge.com. Uh, update from 1230 Eastern. In a very strange turn of events, TMZ is now reporting that the frenzy could have been a targeted attack. Uh, By who? People in the cheap seats? So I'm getting ahead of the story by reading the update first. So I think I'm just going to read the story. We'll come back to the update. Uh, At least eight people died and several were injured in a stampede at the Astroworld Music Festival. Uh, I believe this happened in Texas. It says in the southern United States. So it could be Florida for all you. (laughs) It could be Florida. (laughs) Disturbing video shows people jumping on top of the police personal, or the police, it says personal, supposed to say personnel cars, while they were trying to get unconscious people out of the crowd. Well, maybe they were driving their personal vehicles that day. Uh, Yeah, maybe they were. Just saying. And they were ignored. As Tom Ozimek detailed earlier for the Epic Times, police, police officials said at least eight people were killed and many others were injured in a crush when fans surged toward the stage at the Astro World Music Festival in Houston now. Okay, so Texas. Houston Astros. On November 5th, while rapper Travis Scott was performing. Now, before I go any further, I just have this to say about Travis Scott. That is the worst rapper name I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Not only is it two first names, but it's like, I thought rappers always took on these like street sounded names, you know, some sort of panache. You could pick you know? anything you wanted, and you went with Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Yeah. Rap isn't the same as it used to be, though. Now it's it's gotten very soft, and his music is very soft. It's not like You're familiar hardcore. with the. Okay. Yeah, I've heard a couple right. of his songs. All right. Well, at any rate, so apparently he was performing, and something happened, and it caused a stampede. This is a tragic night. Houston Fire Chief Samuel Pena told news conference outside Energy Park, the event venue, eight confirmed fatalities. We had scores of individuals that were injured, he added, describing what occurred as a mass casualty incident. Around 60, sorry, 50,000 fans were in attendance at the festival, Pena said, when around 9 p.m. the crowd began to compress toward the front of the stage. So it was the people in the cheap seats. And that caused some panic. And it started causing some injuries. People began to fall out, become unconscious, and it created additional panic, he said, adding that the emergency response teams transported 17 people to area hospitals with 11 of the victims in cardiac arrest. So that doesn't sound like stampede wounds to me. It sounds like a bad batch of drugs. It does sound like that, doesn't it? Harris County Judge Linda Hidalgo said that some of those taken to the hospital were as young as 10 years old. Why were there 10-year-olds there? Uh, I mean, I'm, to a rap so, well, I, I've I'm been not, to plenty of concerts where parents bring their well, kids. I'm not opposed to bringing children to music festivals. I've gone to plenty of music festivals where there were infants there. You know, like I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but those are like 
classic, like Allman Brothers music festivals, like the Peach or oh, like know. jam I've, bands, not like. I've been to outdoor concerts, like the Monsters you, of Rock, the original yeah, one. Yeah, but in like the 90s. outdoor concerts, but I would think like a rap. You just said rap has gone soft, so maybe it's not as bad as you think. I don't know. Maybe it's preschool rap. I mean, yeah, that's. I don't know. My so. Christian aunt once gave me a, a religious rap CD. Rapping with Jesus? JC and the Boys. Oh, was it misspelled D-O-Y-Z? It was O-Y-Z, I believe. <laughs> yeah. uh, tonight's focus, Hidalgo continues, needs to be on the families and the lives that we lost. Many of them extremely young, tragically young. Our hearts are broken. People go, the, go to these events looking for a good time. It's a chance to unwind and to make memories, Hidalgo said. It's not the kind of event you go to find out about fatalities. So I don't I don't want to jump too far ahead here, but there was a version of this story. Oh, okay, go finish it up then. Don't be spoilers, man. I don't know if it's a spoiler. I just we're not going to risk it. Don't risk it. So the fire chief said the cause of death of the eight deceased will not be officially known until the medical examiner has completed an investigation. Houston Police Executive Assistant Chief Larry Satterwhite, who was near the front of the crowd and told reporters at the press conference, the surge happened suddenly and played out over the course of just a few minutes. Suddenly, we have several people down on the ground experiencing some type of cardiac arrest or some type of medical episode. And so we immediately started administering CPR and moving people right then. And that's when I went and met with the promoters and Live Nation, and they agreed to end early in the interest of public safety. Okay. So far, so good, right? Like, stop the concert, and you know, let's see what's going on. That's not what I heard, though, Captain. I know, I know. Just, just, just hold on. Continue. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> the fire chief said that the event organizers had a medical component on hand to deal with emergencies, but they were quickly overwhelmed when the crowd started falling out. Over 300 people were treated at an emergency field hospital set up at the venue. Pena said with over 55 Houston Fire Department units later stepping in to provide assistance. The show was canceled shortly after the incident, and the Houston Office of Emergency Management later announced that the Astroworld event had been canceled for Saturday. So this happened arguably on Friday night, so they canceled the following day's uh, concert as well. Please keep the eight victims and the hundreds injured in your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, uh, guys. That's, that's the lamest thing anybody could ever say. Right, like, oh, that sounds like a horrible story, but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Well, what can you do? That's why you offer thoughts and prayers. This is why I don't listen to bad music, because stuff like this doesn't happen at good music Uh festivals. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said it's very important that none of us speculate, Richie Rich, about what (laughs) caused the surge and allow investigators to complete their work. I wasn't going to speculate on the surge itself. Nobody has all the answers tonight, he said. Too bad we don't have nobody here tonight. He was at dinner. <laughs> nobody has all, Well, him. apparently he has all the answers tonight. We just don't know, and we will find out, so pray for these families. Okay, let's go back Thoughts to the Thoughts and update. prayers. Let's go back to the update, and then, we'll, and then if, if you have something to add to the update, then by all means do so. Uh... So the update, uh, TMZ is reporting that the frenzy could have been a targeted attack. A source connected to Astroworld says someone in the crowd went crazy 
and began injecting people with some sort of drug, which caused panic and then the surge. Okay. The source says authorities are trying to determine if those who went into cardiac arrest were the ones injected. We're told one of those who died is a 10-year-old. What? The source says it appears to be a targeted attack. We have not confirmed this report, but the source is a key person involved in the festival. There is footage here. Uh, I reviewed it, and I'll tell you more about it. Coming up on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by calling 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. You got to read it to them slower so they can understand Six, it and dial it. Zero, and I can't read it that slow. No, That's 603-283-6160. The problem is they're allowed to comment in the chat room now, so nobody wants to pick up the phone if we're just going to read their comments. <laughs> What's even worse than that is... Uh, people in the chat room or on social media will be like, hey, guys, you should talk about X, right? Insert right. thing here. And like, will you talk about this on the air? It's like, just, just call in. 603 It's the whole premise of the show. <laughs> if you want us to talk about it, you call in and talk about it, and then we'll talk about it, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as you're interesting. Sure. You know. Uh, at any rate, in the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. We've been talking about this article from Zero Hedge where apparently Travis Scott, who's a poorly named rap, rap artist, <laughs> was playing a concert to 50,000 people. A successful poorly named rap artist. When uh, was the last time you sold out 50,000 people? He was uh, dating one of the Kardashians, I think. Oh, that's a he Oh, got so, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, well, whatever. Um so, you know, we touched on this whole story where something happened and some medical people were called to the scene. And for whatever reason, they, at first they thought it was a stampede that caused the injuries and whatnot. But it turns out several people uh, were being treated for some sort of cardiac arrest. And so the update, of course, to this story uh, that was published earlier today says someone in the crowd went crazy and began injecting people. With something, so somebody had a, a hypodermic needle filled with something, and was going around to random people and injecting it. Now there's some, allegedly there's allegedly there's some uh, video here from the Houston police chief where they actually describe somebody saying that you know in the midst of all this going down, he felt himself get you know stabbed in the neck with something, and then they ended up taking this particular person to the hospital. And doctors did indeed find. Uh, an injection hole, uh, you know, on the side or the back side of this guy's neck. It's the Russians with the blow darts. So that was the update. But I, I was concerned that you were going to spill the beans about some guy running around at the concert injecting people with something. Would I do that, Captain? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. But that was not your update. What was your update, Richard? Well, so there was another source for this article that we were unable to find during the break that said that there were. Uh, other medical incidences that happened at that venue prior to uh, the main act going on stage. 
So there was, you know, the, the earlier acts went on stage. There was something, and the, the show was already halted earlier on. Oh. Got the medical, you know, got the medicals taken care of, and then allowed to resume, right? Which, for me, if you're if you're at that concert, right, they call it, the, it initially was just a stampede. I'm like, well, if you knew that there was a compression going on, right, and then didn't remove yourself during the early act because you're like, well, I'll take my chances because I really want to see this Travis Scott guy. Right. Um, eh, kind of on you, right? As far as, you know, risk tolerance is concerned. I mean, I've been to so many concerts, though, that it's not unusual, particularly in an outdoor concert, for somebody to be fatigued. Uh, if it's summertime, yeah. you know, sure. sunstro- if it's in the south, you know, it's still warm. So sunstroke, Lucky. that kind of a thing, or dehydration, you know, too many drugs, whatever, right? It's not that uncommon. Somebody's, you know, just straight out going to puke, you know, like you've heard the call, puker! Right, you know, and it's like the parting of the Red Sea. Nobody wants to yeah. get puked on, and then somebody's pushing their friend through. Come on, Dave, hurry up! We'll make it to the porta potty. <laughs> you know? And they either they do or don't. But so it's not uncommon t- for me anyway to see like an occasional medical incident, you know. And they usually sure. have some sort of a medical tent set up at these types of things. So you know, if you're feeling unwell or whatever, they give out free water and stuff. They have medics on duty. So I wouldn't be particularly concerned if I saw something like that happen where maybe I don't think I've ever seen him like well, halt a concert. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. this was the, this particular source, which again, I don't have, I apologize. Basically, the, the concert was halted yeah. to take care of the medical things and then resumed for mm. the main act. Interesting. So and that I must think. have been dozens, if not, you know, at least a hundred people that were having an issue because I don't think they would stop it just for like a few people. That's what my thought was initially. And then, so who's responsible if that, if that is true, right, that they then let it go on, right? And then that's what led to, uh, that's what led to this, you know, mass tragedy incident. I, uh, it, it is interesting to me that now they're reporting and, you know, take it for what it's worth. It's TMZ, right? I don't know why we'd, you know, be getting news from TMZ, <laughs> But the pop cu- uh, pop culture news source. But the quote from them is: "Someone in the crowd went crazy and began injecting people with some sort of drug, which caused the panic, and then the surge." Okay, here's a quick quote from from the article that actually has the uh, the, the uh, news about the earlier. At around the half hour mark in the footage uploaded to YouTube, Scott paused the show. Oh, we just jumped. Sorry. Video loaded. Scott paused the show for the first time. There's an ambulance in the whoa, whoa, he said. In the aerial shot of white, what appears to be uh, an emergency vehicle could be Sweden swallowed up in the crowd. And then moments later, Scott continues the show, re-energizing the audience, and then so on and so forth. Mm. So there was there was a lull in the action yeah. to allow medical services, and then proceeded to continue on. It seems weird, and I don't know that I've ever heard of something like this where there's a public event and somebody with a needle goes around stabbing people. Well, there there were concerns about that, you know, in movie theaters where they would leave the needle in the seats and you'd like sit down in your chair and get stabbed in the butt and get AIDS. I heard something about like the gas, the gas station. I mean, this was years ago, but under the gas pump handles in Florida, allegedly I heard a rumor about people putting needles in there but i don't think it was real but it was enough to like freak me out to like always check to check yeah i still check to this day yeah it's like scarred me for life i i also check movie theater seats before i sit down 
Yeah. So, uh, so it's not necessarily unheard of. But I also like even even like uh, I don't know. Even in my own home, I will lift both of the toilet lids to if it's if both of them are down. I'll lift them both if you know I'm going to sit down to take care of business. I'll lift them both because one time I didn't do that, and there was like a spider in between the the seat and the actual bowl, and I didn't check, and all of a sudden there's a spider on my leg, and I hate spiders. Okay. So yeah, at least it was just your leg. Yeah. This time. This time. <laughs> <laughs> Eight but, legs wrapped around. But, you know, in this day and age of everything COVID and everybody talking about, you know, uh, resistance and hesitancy to get the jab, right? Maybe it, that's what he was doing. Maybe very, this was a Fauci, uh, what do you call that, un, uh, co- covert up. Like, you think it's like a, a, a fou- an avid Fauci follower? There was that guy from like in the government somewhere that said we just should blow dart people with the vaccine. But didn't they have right? to be vaccinated to go to this? Uh, good question. I don't no, know. I'm not I, positive, but so, I thought so. N- no. So you either, uh, my understanding, this is a Live Nation event. So based on what I've read, Live Nation requires you to either show proof of vaccination or have a negative test within 48 hours before the show. Neither of those like are actually going to prevent you from getting COVID. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. So the random jabber couldn't have known who had that the vaccine either. 603-283-6160. Does this make you more or less likely to go to concerts? More free talk live is on the way. When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Free Talk Live. We're a live call-in talk radio program that generally speaks from the position of freedom, peace, prosperity, and nonviolence. Because Except when you're attacking your daughter's guy who sold you into slavery. Well, that's not a violation of the non-aggression principle. Understood. Correct. It's totally that, violent. That would be yeah, absolutely yeah, okay, violent. Yeah. That would be... Well, so it's the use of violence in self-defense. In this case, defense of his daughter. Sure. So that technically is not a violation of the non-aggression principle. Understood, but it's still violent. It's still is, violent. Yeah, yeah. So it, libertarians, anarchists, you know, they they when they talk about the non-aggression principle, it is just sort of the basis. Understood for you know how we think human humans should interact with each but other. But there's it's also not, a reason it's, it's not, not called the non-violence principle. That is correct. So it's not that. We're not pacifists in that we don't believe that violence should ever be deployed. We just think that it should be reserved for defense. Self-defense, that is. Swimming pools, movie stars. Or defense of another. Or defense of another who's incapable. Yep. So we have been talking about this rap concert put on by 
a man with two first names, Travis Scott. In does Houston. he get the Razzie Award for like the worst rapper name? Is that do they have should. one for that? You know, like I mean, it could be worse. It could be like Bill David. <laughs> Maybe Bill David will tour with Travis Scott. We don't know. What's uh, his real name? How bad is his real name that he went? You know what my rap name's going to be? Travis I'm, Scott. I'm guessing his real name is Travis Scott. Okay. I'm just taking a wild stab <laughs> in the dark because to make up something that bland, like. It seems anti- antithetical to you know somebody who's trying to be famous and promote like, their music. Vanilla Ice's real name is cooler than Travis Scott. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Do you want to know his real name? <laughs> is it not Travis Scott? Jackies Burn- Berman Webster the second. <laughs> In this case, I rescind my previous <laughs> statements. About uh, that being a bland, and I mean, it is bland, but no, that, about nobody being able to make one up, because if that were my actual real name, I might go by Travis Scott as well. And sometimes no, he built puts... built it right there, JB-dub-2. Sometimes he puts money signs as the S in Travis. Oh, okay. So it kind of like spice it up a little bit. I can respect that. Carry on. I, however, cannot. At any rate, I have a little more about this story from a different source. It's... Just as laughable as the uh, the TMZ source, but this is from The Sun. <laughs> oh. uh, one of the narratives was that some individual was injecting other people with drugs, Chief Finner said. We do have a report of a security officer, according to medical staff, that was out and treated him last night. He was reaching over to restrain or grab a citizen and felt a prick in his neck. He went unconscious. They administered Narcan. He was revived, and medical staff did notice a prick mark similar to one you would get if somebody was trying to inject. So it was an opiate. It's unclear at this time what drug was injected into the security guard, and there have not been any other reports of people being injected with the drugs at the concert. I don't know if there's a timing discrepancy between this source and the previous source. However, one reveler who asked for anonymity exclusively told the U.S. Sun that the Drugs were being sold at the site by rogue concert goers. Rogue. What's a rogue Free concert market goer? concert goers? What's a rogue like? <laughs> I. <laughs> you don't belong here. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm assuming to get in, the security is probably pretty strict. You need to have a ticket. I'm going rogue. So I'm going. To it's a not concert. like Woodstock where they just were like, you know, busting down fences. Like here we are. You can't get in with a bottle of water, but this dude shows up with a hundred needles. Yeah, that's also a great point. Yeah, I had to dump my bo- my water bottle out, but this guy has like thousands of needles in his backpack. I don't usually go to concerts, but this weekend I'm going rogue. <laughs> going to go to concerts that I how would I don't understand this. But also, I, I do want to make a point quick. If this person was unconscious and Narcan was administered and it worked, it had to have been an opiate that was in the needles. That's just like facts from a nurse. You heard it here on Free Talk Live. Yeah, uh, they said and they said uh, they wouldn't give out free. They, they they said they wouldn't give out drug laced candy for Halloween. This dude's giving yeah. out free opiates at a concert, no less. Well, it's probably. I mean, if it's fentanyl, it's pretty cheap. But okay. Anyways, continue. Um, actually, I think that might be about all the additional stuff. If you had that much fentanyl, would you give it away? I wouldn't encourage people to do fentanyl. Period. Okay. I don't know what fentanyl is. It's synthetic opioids. So it's basically like heroin except Ooh. synthetic and much stronger, which is why 
the overdose rates are going way high because people think they're doing heroin, but really it's fentanyl and it's way stronger. So people are overdosing. So what you're saying is legalize yes. heroin so they don't have to get their hands on this weird stuff. Exactly. But also, since we're not, um, since the U.S. pulled out of wherever we just were for the war, the poppy seed war. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So now that they're not doing that, we're not getting the poppy seeds or the heroin. So now that's why they kind of are using the synthetic version, fentanyl. So you're saying we need to reinvade Afghanistan. No, I'm saying we need to stop doing all of that you know before all of the <laughs> just no <laughs> before all of the military garbage that the empire engaged in in the middle east and continues to engage in uh, the word afghan meant one thing to me and that was a nice warm blanket okay yeah i was thinking rug but sure yeah yeah no it was a blanket it was Understood. Like, you know, cover up with that afghan over there you know kind of thing uh, i think grandma used to yell at me and she would keep one like folded like kind of halfway on the back of the sofa so, you know, if you got a little chilly, you just kind of grab that thing and cuddle oh, up. Grandma's blanket. That's right. I do that, too. But it was called an Afghan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, this goes on to say that the tragedy marred the performance of Travis Scott on the opening night. Uh, they talk about the surge. Uh, an unnamed source connected with Astroworld did say that someone in the crowd had gone crazy and began injecting people with some sort of drug. And then, of course, it seems like the two are unrelated, right? There's a guy going crazy, injecting people. How does that cause a stampede? Well, and my concert going experience is limited to rock and roll and heavy metal. Okay. Now, in the heavy metal world, there's this thing called a mosh pit. Yeah. Understood. And so occasionally the mosh pit gets rather ruckus. I have only been in one mosh pit, but sure. And uh, at times... Uh, if people, you know, uh, are in an enclosed area and there's too many people, you will see what they call a, a rush, right? A crowd rush. Yeah. Okay. Um, particularly if a band just goes on, it's their first song, there's like a little bit of a push. All the okay. people in the back just kind of push. And like people have broken like their ribs leaning up against like the security fence where like the security guys stand to prevent you from getting up on stage and stage, di- stage diving, you know, having fun. Okie dokie. Uh, and that kind of a thing. So. It's not unheard of for to have you know a crowd rush, if you will. I get that. That's why I'm also suggesting that these two things seem unrelated. I mean, they could have been running away from the guy that was running around with needles. Okay, wouldn't you see a dispersion then, rather than a compression? Eight, I don't know. Eight people died though, and over three hundred were treated. I'm not unsympathetic. I just you know, it's possible that two different things occurred at the same concert that's what i'm suggesting it's entirely possible you are not incorrect that's that's a polite way of saying you're right i mean i may not be right i just the 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 news of a guy running around jabbing people in the neck right in my mind as i try to think through like the events of the evening doesn't necessarily lead to compression of the crowd right i would know i wasn't there neither was i I'm speculating, obviously, but I would I would anticipate a dispersal of the crowd if someone's getting randomly getting jabbed in the neck, right? Like the Vegas shooter, right? That crowd went all over the place, right? They didn't all like run to the middle. Um, but if crowd compression happens naturally, I can see that also happening simultaneously. Coming up, we'll talk about the emerging free state and what that means here on Free Talk Live.
Yes, welcome back to Free Talk Live. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. The lines are tested and working. They are, and in fact, the same guy has called several times, and the last time, just now before the you know the, the segment started, uh, I I heard him say something, but then he hung up. So uh, we'll see if if he calls back. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the captain, Nikki, and Rich. Rich, if you want to call six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the telephone number, and we'll get your call, uh, thoughts. I was going to say thoughts and prayers. <laughs> get your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> We can start a prayer circle. <laughs> I mean, this is a church. I pray that I that I no longer stammer my words on live radio. That's what I pray for. What do you pray it's for, a Richard? Chur- it's a church of like multiple denominations. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, it's a. Uh, so some churches say they're non-denominational. Sure. But this particular church just is like all denominational. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like what your particular it like houses. Are. You know the Church of the Invisible Hand, the mm-hmm. Shire Free Church, the Priestess of the Satan Reformed Church. Of I Satan. I technically am a reverend of the Church of Spiritual Humanity. There you go, which worships uh, reason and logic. That is that is the deity. Yep, that's uh, the Church of Spiritual Humanity. And I've been known to refer to myself as a cult leader. So there you go. All right. I wonder if the band, the cult, the leader of that, called himself a cult leader. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had talked before the break about this article from Mises dot org. Ooh. The emerging free state. Are we about to get intellectual on this show? Well, so I actually Mises had this. Like I had this highbrow. slated. I had this slated for last night, but uh, oh, okay. So you're stuck with me. We got into a whole bunch of other topics. And so, yeah, you get the leftovers. Are okay. Yeah. I'm used to it. Yeah. They're, they're cold. They're from the fridge. But sometimes cold leftovers are better. A recent New Hampshire bill to secede from the United States has engendered interest in Liberty Verse about what is really happening in the live free or die state of New Hampshire. Our answer, we're creating the free state you've always wanted. Come and join us. Join me. Join us. Isn't that the Darth Vader? thing Darth yeah. uh, so the main political problem is how to prevent the police powers from becoming tyrannical the history of the west is essentially the history of the fight for liberty against the encroachments of the office holders that's a quote from ludwig von mises for decades it has been easy for libertarians to lose hope We've always been surrounded by an overwhelming number of author- authoritarians threatening us with legal violence to submit our bodies, our bodies' associations, our bodies' labors, and the products of those labors and associations to their preferences. Our empathy for the oppressed innocents, for the extorted, the chained, the kidnapped, the caged, the beaten, the maimed, and the murdered is ridiculed. It's used as strawman smears against us. Our empirical and logical arguments of better consequences should our political masters grant us a bit more liberty are dismissed out of hand. Our ethical argument based on the logical prerequisite of self-ownership is scorned as selfish. Our optimistic dreams of awakening the masses to the beauty of human freedom are crushed year after year. 
Our few successes lie only in reducing the speed with which the world tumbles towards totalitarianism or in advancing some nominal liberty, but always with negotiated compromise. Libertarians always playing defense. Always. Additional chains demanded by our masters, one step forward and five steps back. This has only worsened over the last two years if we've witnessed hundreds of millions not just accepting but demanding greater authoritarianism. The few of us who have dared to cry freedom in the face of the fabricated fear of the Fauci flu have been deplatformed, unfriended. And certain, certain quote-unquote libertarians calling for mandates and vaccines. Also been ostracized, fired, and shunned with worse consequences threatened. Yeah, you're right. We've seen a lot of people out of fear. Yeah. It's a big motivator. I know you've seen it firsthand. Absolutely. In in the medical field. I mean, I'm about to get fired in two weeks. So. That sucks. Yeah. So. It does suck. There are people that will cheer you on saying, good, we don't need another anti-vax nurse working in the medical field. not really cheering her on. Well, cheering the firing on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The hope for freedom. Our successes are due to a very simple strategy, concentrating those who already love liberty in one small region and there, together, creating our free society, a homeland for liberty, if you will. Imagine how Mormons would have to live were they randomly dispersed throughout the United States. Instead, they congregated in one state where they achieved sufficient numbers that they need not fear further abuse as an isolated and despised minority. Libertarians are more distinct, more dispersed, and more despised, yet we are also more numerous. Why can we not also concentrate to claim one state as our own? Because New Hampshire's cold, Captain. It I don't want to move there. It seems to be the, I'm going to say the, the wussy answer, right? There's a whole bunch of people out there that claim that they are anarchist, libertarian, voluntarist, and they claim that they're all about the non-aggression principle, and they claim that an idea such as this that has been proposed that is actually going on and happening right now is a great idea but they just don't want to move because it gets cold. Well, and also, if you guys can do it there, then I can do it where I'm already at. Right. And people will move to me. Or will they? No, they won't. That's why it hasn't happened anywhere else. And here, it's like making its way. And that's the thing about New Hampshire. New Hampshire is the real deal. And we are actually making waves here. And we are actually making progress towards this goal. So that's not really going to happen anywhere else in the United States. To the small state that we aspirationally call the free state of New Hampshire, thousands of libertarians are migrating to bolster a population already the most libertarian. We have given up uselessly arguing with the unconvincible. I know I have. Oh, yeah. There, a long time ago. There was a time when I would I would engage and yeah. like, like, oh, this is a challenge. Let me see if I can no. convince this guy to see the beauty of voluntarism and i've doesn't work i moved to ridicule probably a decade ago just (laughs) screw you guys i i naturally you know that's kind of what i do i make fun of things so yeah i'm with you yeah Uh, we instead migrate to build a free society with others who are similarly already convinced 
Yes, we must leave behind our authoritarian friends and our authoritarian neighbors. Done. Easy. We wish we could free them. I know I do. But like alcoholics, they scorn the freedom we offer, ignore their adverse impacts on us, and cling unapologetically to their unsustainable and destructive addictions. Mm. When you reach a higher plane, you got to get a new set of friends. You can try to bring them with you, but if they're not willing to come, you got to leave them behind. Friends, family, neighbors, done. Yeah, I saw somebody post today. Uh, it was a you know a meme. It was meant to be funny, but it was something like, uh, I don't mean to brag, but none of my family's talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> been there and to me it's the other way around like i don't mean to brag but i'm not talking to any of my family (laughs) yeah but that happened long before i think i i claimed to be a voluntarist you know a libertarian anarchist if you will well because you probably thought differently then too right i did and then if you try to express those thoughts to family members well but most of it was because of uh, my family is very religious uh, depending on what section of the there's different religions they're all sort of no. of the christianity flavor but okay. like different sub you know religions within that um and catholicism or bust yeah mm. bust please yeah <laughs> um so within that like i just we don't see eye to eye on religion uh, i am a, a non-theist if you will uh, an atheist if you want to be more simplistic it's about a it better term yeah um I just, you know, I don't think I'm intelligent enough to determine whether or not there's any higher power. It certainly well, has. You're agnostic then. Uh, I non-theist, right? You know, uh, there's like two better words. I like to use. Okay. <laughs> but but that that was the reason why. So, but I keep telling people I came to anarchism, voluntarism, for the exact same reasons I came to atheism, right? Because I looked around and I went, none of this is working. Yeah. None of this is 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 getting to the end goal that it claims to want to get to. 603-283-6160. More about the emerging free state when we come back. It's Free Talk Live. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. Free Talk Live. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160. Again, 
800-636-6160. We are a live call and talk radio program. You can get your voice on the air. Hundreds of radio stations, plus the internet, and some other places, satellite, you know, that type of thing. Dozens of followers on the video feed. Yeah, I mean, we have up to tens of viewers. (laughs) (laughs) We have more than that. At least dozens. I said dozens. (laughs) You're selling us short. (laughs) Under promise, over deliver. Okay. It's, It's my thing. It's what I do. In the studio, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Nikki. And Richie Rich. We've been talking about this bit from Mises.org on the emerging free state, specifically about New Hampshire. The soon-to-be free state. And we'll talk more about that. But first, let's go to Dana calling from Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live. Um. Captain, before the commercial, you were talking about theism. I was. You said you're you're a theist because you do not believe you're intelligent enough mm, to uh, uh, make a decision I'm if sorry. there is something I'm sorry, greater. Dana, I'm a non-theist. Told you. Better words. Non-theist. N-O-N dash okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I misspoke, and that's what I meant, but I, I misspoke. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, you're so- a non-theist, and that's... Did I, am I also quoting you correctly? And you said that um, uh, you are this choice because you do not think you're intelligent enough to make a decision if there is something greater. And that's Did when I, I suggested that agnostic might be an okay term to use. Yeah, that, and, and I used to go by agnostic okay. for a long period of time. So that was the first sort of path that I went down. I went down the agnostic path where I was just like, you know, I there's all these religions and they all claim to be the right one, which could be the correct one. And after looking into it, I just suddenly decided that, well, none of them are right for me. And so that's where I ended okay, up. Okay, but, but wait a minute. Okay, uh-huh. so, so stop right there. There's sure. two different things you said. Um, one, you said all these religions. If there was there only is one God true religion. God, that's, on. not, that's not religion. God is faith. He is or he isn't. Um, so if you're a non-theist, you've already made a decision. So you're saying you're not intelligent enough to decide if there is a God or there isn't. So you're a non-theist. But non-theist means you don't believe in a God. So you have made a decision. And then um, the other gentleman, I'm so sorry I forgot your name. Gentleman. He said maybe you're agnostic. <laughs> but agnostic means you do, you're not really sure you're on the fence. You're not saying there is, but you're not ruling it out. Okay. So agnostic is, is different. It, 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 it isn't close to um, not believing. Not believing is not believing. You have left, you have closed all doors and windows to believing. That would be atheist, and, and, right? Right, that's an atheist. Okay. And you did bring that word up. But I want to share something with you, and I want you to hear this, and I want everyone listening to hear this. This is not about your IQ. It's not an intelligent quotient thing. It's faith. There was a movie, and I believe George Seaton was the director, the 1947 movie, uh, Black and White Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, towards the end of the movie, the gentleman um, that's starring in it, he said, 
and it, but it's attributed to the director. He was either the screenplay writer or the director. His name is George Seaton, but the actor was someone different. He said, faith is believing in something even when common sense tells you not to. Faith is different than common sense or IQ. Common sense is not IQ, and IQ is not faith. They're all three different things. I have one more thing to say. Okay. St. Augustine said, faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. So here's the thing, Captain. Mm-hmm. I'm, listening, I'm not Dana. trying to convert you, but if I'm wrong... I go into the ground, and I become Wormburger. If you're wrong, you're screwed for eternity. No, I just that's die. That's Pascal's wager, and that's been refuted yeah. no, you any don't number of die. ways. No, you don't just die. No, you don't just die. You're wrong, because Jesus Christ and even atheists have proved the historical Jesus Christ lived. That historical Jesus Christ talked about his Father and the Holy Spirit. Now, people debate whether Jesus was the Son of God, but he, the historical Christ that even atheists have proven, yeah, there was this dude named Jesus that lived, and they can prove it. So people much smarter than all of us put together have, you know, atheists have proved this. So if he if the historical Jesus, a man named Jesus existed, it isn't that big of a leap because he constantly referred to this this being called Father, his Heavenly Father. If he is truly the Son of God and you die, you are not going to just be dead. You will go to hell. Well, because he okay. said, Perhaps no I will. One who Dana, I have a question for you because you seem uh, articulate and educated on religions. Right, and particularly what is or is not a religion. So I want to I'm going to change subjects here a little bit for you because okay. I want I want your opinion because you seem to have knowledge at least what the definition of religions are. Is government okay. is government as we know it today a religion? For those who follow it, and Do- I would I would I would distinguish that even further. Um, let's use COVID as an example. For those who are blindly following, get that shot, and it's not because I'm conservative, and I've got a bit of libertarian in me, Mark knows this, Mm -hmm. um, probably more than a bit, um, especially now since COVID, but those who blindly follow, they are following it as their religion. As people have said, those on the left, um, abortion is their religion. The government is their religion. Um, the shot is their religion. Yes, I think that that's, in fact, it's not even I think or my opinion that you ask. It's, it's an actual fact. Those who tend to go along with everything government does are more likely than not to not have strong faith. Mm, interesting. Now, what does that tell you? I, I don't know, but my, my other co-hosts have, have some words as well. Well, I, I was okay, trying to ahead. suggest earlier that her, her claim that if she's right, you know, she gets, like, eternal happiness, and if you're wrong, you get eternal damnation, but vice versa, uh, that is Pascal's wager, right? That's what that argument is called, and it has been refuted a number of times in any number of ways. 
by atheists, you know, smarter than me who like do these arguments on a regular basis. Yeah. And so it's right. it's easily refuted, right, by a quick Google search for like refutation of Pascal's wager, which is basically that you don't as a as an atheist, uh, we do not waste our lives, right, and in any eternal damnation because, you know, because we go about without going to church and without faith and without religion. Like we've lived the one life that we're given maximally because we're not we're not using that to get to something higher. And I can say just even anecdotally that that is true for me in comparison right. to uh, my family, no matter what side or which religion that I have lived my life far more fully yeah. than they have. And when it comes, you guys and when it comes to Jesus, you're talking you guys again, you're switching, you're 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 talking to apples and oranges. Let's stay on the same track. You're talking. You use Pascal's wager, and there's a life. refutation to it. You're talking. You're talking a fully lived life that has nothing to do with faith, because what the atheists have said and the Pascal's wager, all of these people are alive, that, including us, that are making these debates. And Jesus Christ said, "If you do not believe in me, and, and you will not get to my Father." Hey, thanks for the call, Dana. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. What the hell's going on around here? Free Talk Live. More coming up. Yes, come on and listen to Free Talk Live. Okay. Yeah, you can dial in and participate in the show. Get your voice on nationally syndicated talk radio by dialing 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the Lord, Dr. Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Nikki and Rich Rich. I like having Lord in there. It's pretty cool. It only cost me like like twenty bucks or something, twenty five bucks. Would you buy a square of land in Scotland? That's what I he did. did. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, exactly what he did. did. Yeah, there's a website you can go to. Yeah. And they're probably gonna have a Black Friday sale any any week I, now. Yeah, they keep sending me emails every now and again. They're like, get one for all your friends, right? And I'm like, well, I I want to be the only Lord. I know that's kind of makes it not special. Know, yeah. <laughs> like, could you make it any less special? But it, it's pretty cool in that it's a uh, it's a free market method of providing a a sanctuary, a wildlife sanctuary, right? So this land where I bought this one foot by one foot square or whatever it is of of property that is now named after me, Captain Kickass. It's pretty sweet. I got an official certificate from them. It says, you now own this little, I can go visit my plot. Like, if, you know, if I want to go visit Scotland yeah. or whatever, it's pretty cool. Um, and with the rate of land prices going up, who knows how much you'll get for it later. Yeah, I know. You know, but... But that's that's how you become a lord. You buy a plot of land in Scotland, and then you can, like, literally, people are taking this with their their slave names, their government names, and they're adding lord to their driver's license, for example, or their marriage certificate, or their birth certificate, that kind of a thing. So it's legally legit. I just thought it was cool because I like making fun of titles, and that's why I have several of them. That's awesome. Get so, your get your free upgrade at the airlines. <laughs> so there's first class. There's the um. You can buy a star. There's like it's a similar thing, but you can buy a star. So I'm wondering if you buy a star, do you then become a god? 
of your own Ooh. like little star in your own little solar system? God is a matter of faith. <laughs> the whole time uh, the previous caller was talking about faith, and every time the word faith, I always get that stupid George Michael song stuck in my head. Yeah. I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. It's like, oh my God. I hate that song too. I, really hate, I hate George Michael just generally. His his music was crap. Wow, tell us how you really feel. Sorry, uh, I, I I mean most of that '80s pop was crap. It was synthetic, poorly produced, eight bit at best quality uh, music, and yeah. But I, you know, there's a there's a place for it. I'm a big fan yeah, of '80s hair metal. Isn't that, oh god? Do you know who Britney Fox is? No. Uh, you should go listen to them. Okay. They're right up your alley, bro. Maybe. What about uh, Dangerous Toys? I don't really listen to music anymore. Uh, but you said you're a big fan of 80s hair metal. I was a big fan of 80s hair metal. Like, if we're talking about 80s music, that yeah. was, you know. That's all of these came from that particular okay. era. Right. If you're a big fan, you should know them, is what I'm saying. Well, they're not a big enough fan then, Captain. I guess but that's not. that's what I listen to. I guess not, Richie Rich. Jesus. <laughs> hey, Nikki. What's up? Should we go to the phones? Yeah, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. We've got uh, babbling incoherency. Incoherent babble guy. It's a guy, Dustin babble guy. from Kansas City. Dustin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I was wondering if anybody else caught the um, ca- calendar manipulation. You mean government this savings year? time? No, it, it it goes with day by day, and and that the um, September 11th this year it fell fell on a Saturday. Yep. But it was the fifth set of the leap year, which, which it should have fell on the work day. And then I found in my 31 to 32 puberty, I, you're supposed to identify which day of the week you prefer your birthday to be on out of the four mm. revolving, repeating. Okay, so Dustin, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know how the uh, is it the Gregorian calendar that we use? sure yeah okay uh, the the calendar generally speaking uh, until there's a leap year whatever day your birthday is on is going to be on the following weekday the next year so for example if my birthday was on a Monday this year then next year it's going to be on a Tuesday what happens if your birthday falls before the leap in the leap year does it matter. It still moves until the leap year occurs. Okay, uh, every, on the other end of that. Every four years, every four years, you have the same days of of your birthday landing on, but this time, my my birthday hasn't shown up on the regular day. You lost your birthday. Think, You're not getting any older. It found makes a me cure think to that the government manipulated. The calendars. Wait, Dustin, were you born on leap year? No. Or leap day it's, of it's, leap year? Yeah, like it's, February 29th, it's, it's were you born on day. it? Well, once every four years, your 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 birthday falls back on the um, same days of the calendar. Mm, it's every seven years. Well, I guess it every, every it would four be. years. It would be right because leap year is every four years. So every four, but it, it still increments by one. There's a cycle somewhere. Yeah, there is a cycle. He, he's right about it, the four years. Uh, that that's it's supposed, to re- it's supposed to repeat the same days. 
of the week. No, I don't think so, because you're just getting one extra day. So it might go something like, and I'm just pulling this out of nowhere, it might go something like your birthday, one year falls on a Monday, the next year a Tuesday, the next year a Wednesday, the next year a Thursday. Then the next and year it's on, a, it's on a Saturday because you've gone through a leap year, or it repeats the last day it was on depending on how the this, cycle of the calendar works. This is even leap year, and this, this isn't even leap year, and the same days of the week, your birthday is supposed to fall on the four years same day practices of well, September they, 11th. Well, they canceled 2020 because of COVID. So now 2021 was the leap year. They canceled 2020. We did, we did the 2020 was, Olympics in 2021. You know, we can do we can do leap year in 2021 well, as well. Dustin, thanks for the call. I just hope that uh, since they took away your birthday, they don't also slap your name. Happy birthday, Dustin. Happy birthday, Dustin. May it, may it fall on the correct day next year. I just refer to it as like the annual celebration of my existence because it seems like a good enough reason to celebrate. Yeah. Are you reborn every single year? No. You had one birthday, but this is the annual celebration of that. How many years would it take for somebody born on leap year to become 21? Uh, I want to say 84 if we're just playing the little math thing there. <laughs> Can you imagine waiting until you're 84 to like have a beer? There are people, there are like, there are people that celebrate that, right? Like, you know, yeah. as they get older, like, I'm finally 21. Yeah. In the nursing home. You're like, haha, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps they'll attend Pascal's Rager. <laughs> greatest greatest concert ever. It was a party. Oh a party. It was, a, it was a kegger. Okay. Pascal somebody named Pascal, right? Like put had a party and it was Pascal's Rager. Okay. I didn't realize it was a I didn't know it was really hosted yeah. by a guy named Pascal. Yeah. I just thought they'd like riffed on that. It might have been a girl. I'm not okay. sure. Isn't that the seagull from Animal Crossing? I don't nope. know what you're Lost talking everybody. about. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I should know that. Way to lose the host, Nikki. So, sorry, one. guys. At least me. Anyway. I mean, I get lost pretty easily. It's not really that hard to do. Dustin did it. so you know. Yeah, I got lost quick. 603-283-6160. Coming up, we'll talk more about the emerging free state. I think you all know where that is. It's the otter. On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs. You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago. To random people tuning in on the radio. I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on doing the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty. You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. 
888-646-6160 is our telephone number if you would like to get your voice on the air. Talk about whatever's on your mind. We did a little uh, exercise, if you will, a little sure. work, work booking. And we actually... We went into the future. We traveled to the future, the future, the future. Uh, and of course, we just looked at January first of this year, and then because that was the most obvious date to and, pick, and then next year, and then the next year, and then the leap year. And what it does is it does move forward in succession. It was what it what did we start Friday, Saturday, yep. Sunday, Monday. Monday, and then the leap year it skipped to Wednesday. Amazing, weird, amazing. It leaped forward just like it's called. In the terminology. so But that's the government calendar we were looking at. Uh, Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're very big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off now with over one million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and really could be taken down at any moment. Thankfully, though, Odyssey started offering live streaming. So now we're streaming live this show that you're listening to every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch will help will help us seed it, and then it'll stay online forever. At a minimum, we ask you to visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey Today, video.freetalklive.com. And check out the Carolina Reaper episode, because that was hilarious. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know I'm missing out. Okay. I, I've been... I'm behind on doing things for other people. I'm not going to participate in that ever, even if invited. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to mention before we continue the show, and that is I wanted to say thank you to uh, Elliot Axelman. He's a fine person, uh, a well-spoken man, an avid voluntarist libertarian type person, uh, and he is a silver-level contributor to Free Talk Live. Uh, that means... He gives uh, 10 bucks a month to the AMPS program over at AMPS, A-M-P-S, dot freetalklive.com. It's our new uh, system for folks who want to contribute to the show to get us on more radio stations. We're currently on, I think, 186 radio stations. We could be on more. We could be on 200, 250, 300 stations. Uh, the AMPS program, you know, the money goes specifically to advertise, market, promote, and support this show. So if you enjoy the hosts, you enjoy the co-hosts, uh, you enjoy the topics that we bring up, please consider becoming uh, an AMPS member over at amps.freetalklive.com. And thank you, Elliot. Excellent. We appreciate you. All right. So we covered the leap year thing. We did the workbook thing. Um, we talked about, okay, all right, well, let's, let's go to David in New Mexico. Oh, come on. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Much to Richie. Richie's you, got a you, got, you got a problem with that, Richie? Mm-hmm. You know he does. It's all What's good. What's your problem, Richie? You want to go out back, Richie? Come on, Richie. Step outside. You want to go to the Outback? He's taking you to dinner, bro. You know, honestly, it is so warm in the studio that I'm actually kind of looking forward to leaving in you the could, nice cold New Hampshire. You could get, you could get the Bloomin' Onion. I've missed I missed out on I was just going to call him a Bloomin' Onion. 
You blooming onion. That is, pro- what, this is one of my favorite things at Outback is that blooming onion. It is really good. Well, it is really good. See, you are a blooming onion. There, there's a steakhouse around here that has like similar onion peels, but it doesn't bloom. It just. Yeah, it's. My, uh, oh, so it's not a steakhouse. Okay. It's, a, it's a fake house. It, it kind of is, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a unreasonable simulation of the cultural onion. phenomenon that is Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> because yeah, because the Outback Steakhouse is so authentic. Okay. Just, just checking. <laughs> the waiters are all hello, welcome to the Outback. <laughs> Did you hear about the steakhouse? That's only for uh, it's it's called the Brokeback Steakhouse. I have not. It's only for the gays. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, David, what's on your mind? Um, well, I was going to continue to expose the crimes against humanity uh, committed by Judge M. Monica Zamora here but in Mexico. You, and, but, but then you found out John Richie Rich was on the show and decided to talk about the Bloomin' Onion? Yeah. I'd rather yeah, talk about yeah. the Bloomin' Onion. Well, we already, well bloom. you, got, you, you got your wish, Richie, because we did talk about the Bloomin' Onion, you Bloomin' Onion. I think they have it at Ruby Tuesday as well. You get some nice rack of ribs with that. Ooh, if you used blue food dye. To color the onion, you could have the Blue Man onion. Texas Roadhouse has one, too. The Blue Man onion? And they have the cinnamon sugar butter. So oh, I'm that just, is good. I'm just saying, like, tough competition with okay. steakhouses. Cinnamon sugar? What is this, Wisconsin? No, in Wisconsin, they have beer in it. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, I was going to uh, continue to expose the crimes against uh, humanity committed by New Mexico judges. But um, I, I, uh, oh, first of all, hey, that the uh, you know uh, Dustin, Dustin from Kansas. Yeah. Captain, you must you must have missed the the episode a few years back when when I I, I uh, did a seminar on how to uh, uh, introduce Dustin um, from Kansas. It's a uh, uh, Dustin, the wind from Kansas. That's his that's his middle name or his nickname. Is it stage the name. wind? Is that all he is? The wind, Dustin. The all wind is. from all, Kansas. All he is is Dustin. The wind from Kansas. Yeah. You did a well, whole seminar on that. That's like the worst TED talk ever. Yeah. Well, this is. Well, I mean, David. Live. David, you're kind of the same old song yourself from time to time. Same old song and dance. I try. I try to be. I just want a, to. You know, I want you to. Just a drop of water in an endless walk, sea. You don't want to walk into McDonald's and get Burger King, do you? I would love to walk into McDonald's and get Burger King. You know what? Yeah, McDonald's I, sucks. Richie, Richie Rich claims to be an avid uh, uh, fast food aficionado. Have you ever done, like, I, I prefer McDonald's fries, and I really dislike Burger King's fries. I go to Burger King for the onion rings. Okay, so you go, so you get a sandwich rings. from one and then the, the side from another? I have never done that. Think, I've okay. never made multiple stops they, to put these together the that. perfect meal. I'm sorry, what's that, David? I think they got an app for that. Door dash it now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the poor bastards at DoorDash have to go like <laughs> first he has to drive through the McDonald's. What I hey, has to drive hey, through the burger. What I really miss they, are the they, terrible they, Jack in the Box tacos. Oh, I miss. There's Jack no the Jack in the Box around here. There isn't no. And two for ninety nine cents, like eighteen tacos. Just give it to me now. It's nine bucks. And well, eighteen well, tacos. What do you mean? What do you mean? The poor people from DoorDash they love that because that way instead of just eating uh, fries only. They get to eat hey, fries and onion rings. From- I'm going to settle this right now. All they do crumbles to the ground, though they refuse to see. Thanks for the call. And then Jack in the Box for the curly fries as well, the seasoned curly fries. 
So if I want seasoned curly fries, I'd go to Jack in the Box. If I wanted, you know, decent French fries, it's McDonald's, I'm, and then onion rings from Burger King. I'm now longing for my uh, heavy metal musician band type days when you know. The show ends at one o'clock in the morning, but then you have to tear down. You have to hobnob with. You then you know, go get everybody. fourth meal from Taco Bell. Then you have, like, yes. and it's like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and everybody's trying to get you know Jack in the Box, right? It's the because it's twenty four hours, man. Twenty four seven and cheap. Or at Denny's. Tw- twenty four hours and the full menu. I I can't go to Denny's anymore. Why not? I, no, well. <laughs> Okay, that did happen. If you don't get dragged out of a Denny's at 4 a.m., did I, you really experience it properly? I was yeah. allowed back in there after the incident. We don't talk about the incident. Um, <laughs> Denny's was also one of the few places that after they discontinued it, I could get a vanilla cherry Dr. Pepper because they had vanilla shots and cherry shots, and I could order Dr. <gasps> Pepper. They hooked uh, it up. Wow. No lie. I ordered a sandwich from, I'm not going to say which Denny's, and they, of course, apologized, caught me my meal, but there were things crawling around in the bread <gasps> of my sandwich. <gasps> No. They like took it away, you know, quickly made me another sandwich and you know. So yeah. Anyway. I'm gonna throw up. Thank you for the call, David. 603-283-6160. The final segment of Free Talk Live is coming up. The final one for this Sunday edition anyway. Just to you know, be clear, I said before the, the break, coming up, the final segment of Free Talk Live, and then I think it got out, but I meant of this particular day's show, because, yeah, we're, we're certainly coming back tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that, and, well, then leap year, and then the day after that, <laughs> <laughs> it is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160, although you're probably not going to get on the air. It's later than it's supposed to be right now, so we're a little bit loopy. Just I blame the government. And and also, <laughs> I think we might have been hit with some sort of a heat ray. Okay. It's a little, it's warmer today in the studio than it normally is, so. I told you it's a little warm uh, in here. I, well, I thought at first it was just your magnetic personality. Okay. You know, but no, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think maybe the heat's on. Like, you're in a long sleeve shirt. I've, I am. I've still got, like, a normal polo on. It's still warming it up. That's not a normal polo. Uh, sorry. Your your shirt is normal. It's a normal your, polo. Your kilt over or whatever that is. It's an overkilt. Overkilt. <laughs> kilt over. <laughs> what do you do with an overkilt? Kilt over. If you get too drunk in an overkilt, you get kilt over. Oh, boy. Uh, in the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. We've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Now, Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can create an account at xmarkets, exmarkets.com, with just an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. It's amazing. A non-KYC exchange. It's amazing. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then buy ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token, ITR. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org 
and buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com. Again, exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Sweet. All around the globe. And that's why libertarians won't move, because they think it can happen there. (sighs) Just saying. I mean, let's prove it somewhere first, right? Let's have a use case. Yeah, I mean, that's the people that are moving here, right, are the ones attempting to prove that use case. Right. Right. It's the beacon of freedom. Like the lighthouse of liberty, a shining beacon of beacon of freedom in a beacon, whatever it is, in a globe full of crap. Right, but then people will see that beacon and go like, "Well, I don't want to be there." It's right? too cold. It's too cold. Well, you're not hardcore enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I question your commitment, your commitments, your yeah. your philosophy. Even you if that should. if that is your reason. Like if if there's some other reason, like I'm too poor, right? Uh, I can't quit my job because I have a medical, con- you know, that kind of a thing. But if you're an able-bodied person and you believe in the philosophy of liberty, you believe in getting together with people of similar thoughts to you. That is to say, you subscribe to the non-aggression principle. You're a libertarian, an anarchist, uh, you know, a voluntarist. Then. The excuse of it's cold is just that, an excuse. So I will say this about the movement here so far based on like circa 2007 when I was first learning about it. Mm-hmm. Right back then, people would call into this show and say like, well, are you guys doing this? Right. And Ian or Mark would say, no, there's nobody doing that. You should move here and be the person doing that. Like right. That was the incentive to move is like you could start your mm-hmm. own thing. Um, and then at this most recent uh, pork fest that happened, right, there was the hub mentality, right? Because now, you know, 14 years later or whatever from when I first found out about this whole thing or got involved, right now it's there is so much going on here already that wherever you're coming from, there is already something for you to plug into, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So now you don't have to come wondering. You don't even have to start your own thing anymore, right? The groundwork has been laid, you can just come plug in, and that's the kind of progress that has been made here. And I don't know what's happening where you are, you are, but I doubt it's as well, you know, planned out. And New Hampshire is so diverse. Like, there's really like almost something for everybody here. I mean, it's like it's maybe not like surfing, oh. but like no, there's you know, totally if you, surfing. If you want to go up north, like there's mountains. You can kind of run off into the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere and be left alone. You can come to Keene and hang out with us. You can go to Manchester. There's tons of stuff going on over there. There's the sea coast. There's just where they're surfing. They're surfing on Hampton beach. I saw people surfing surfing in the snow. Like there was still like snow snowboarding. Right. Not snow. Yeah. But you know, And, and there are and wetsuits. We got lakes. I mean, six inch waves. Come I mean, on, guys. Don't get me wrong. Like any state, there's like rural areas where there's like, you know, farmland and, you know, trees for miles and that kind of a thing. But there's also sort of metropolitan areas. Like you said, uh, Manchester yeah. is the largest city. Uh, there's concerts that come through there, major concerts all the time. Uh, there's all sorts of things going on uh, at all different times, man. And like, it's just a matter of finding out, you know, and it's also being willing to adapt yeah. Right, because you do have to adapt. You can't come to New Hampshire and expect things to be the same. Yeah. You know There's that your no life jack is, in the box. Your life is going to change. But I'm bitter, and and maybe in ways that you didn't even expect. But how committed are you to freedom? Right? Are you willing to risk anything? Because if you're not willing to risk anything for your freedom, well, then uh, you know, quite frankly, go f yourself. <laughs> wow. 
You know, seriously. Okay. I, I, I'm really tired of talking to people who claim to be about freedom but aren't willing to risk anything. They're yeah. not willing to hang it out there. You know, uh, just you're by, saying, just risk something though. Like you don't have to put your life on the line. No, but like okay. it, it, risking moving to a okay. state yeah. where there's other freedom-minded people and Risk getting involved. Buying a winter coat. You know, yeah, like you know, a shovel, right? You know, risk oh shoveling a driveway. You know, for freedom. You know, like you don't have to like risk everything, but be willing to be to have freedom be more important than the weather. Absolutely. The there, there's a lot of situations where freedom is not the highest priority for a lot of people. Yeah. And like, that's okay, but it should be higher than the weather. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Higher than the I weather. I agree with you. Higher than the weather. I think the weather is wonderful here. I love the weather in New Hampshire. Having all four seasons, I mean, that's just amazing. The, the autumn, the leaves. I mean, we live in a state where we have some of the best foliage. It's true. It's, it's gorgeous up yeah, here, fall and then was super gorgeous. The mountains here. and the winter and the shimmering like white snow and the summer is not. I mean, it's hot, but whatever you know. But it's short, that, so there's that. Yeah, you have that balance <laughs> of different seasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I spent plenty of time during winter, and in fact, when I went to the West Coast uh, to be in the Seattle area, I did so because I wanted to play music, and the that was where the hot scene was in the mid '90s. You know, okay, I'll go to Seattle. Grunge. I didn't want to go to L.A. because. <laughs> FLA. Yeah. You don't have <laughs> to speak much to and, that. <laughs> yeah. And and I didn't want to go to New York for the same reason. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, but Seattle had a thing going. I'm like, okay, I'll go out there, see if I can. And, and I did. I got into music. I played in bands and all that stuff. And part of the thing that drew me there was it rarely gets above 85 and it rarely gets below 40. Right? Okay. And I'm like, Okay, I can live with that. Growing up in the Midwest, I lived in uh, Minnesota for some time. Uh, I, you know, came out of Wisconsin, so I know what winter is. I've seen blizzards where, like, you know, your whole house is snowed in. There's a snowdrift ten feet high, and you got to shovel your way out the door. And I actually think those winters are probably worse than they are here. Yes. Yeah. At least so far, I've only been here for a couple of years, two and a half years now. But the winters that I've been through haven't really been no. that big of a deal. Now, They're pretty I, mild. I expect. There's going to be one maybe this year where like, you know, it, it comes down and, you know, we get dumped on and we get, you know, but I don't know. It, it seemed very tolerable to me. It wasn't as big a deal as I thought it was going to be coming back to winter. So, yeah. Yeah. That's and the, and the state still plows the roads. Right. Not saying that they should. Or yeah, that it's maybe. necessary to have the state to do so. But yeah, I I get by with just a front wheel drive. You know, I don't have to have a four-wheel drive out here. I'm not, you know, if I buy 20 acres out in the rural lands, I probably have to get a four-wheel drive. That would just be fun. But until I do, right, you know, it's like a guy can get by. You probably, I mean, I've seen people driving around in like a 78 Olds Delta 88 with like yeah. the chains on the back tires because it's a rear-wheel drive in the snow, in the winter. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. They they plow the roads. Uh, if you don't want to shovel, why, you can just call somebody and have that. They have services for that? Oh, you bet they do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And if, like you were saying, Richie, Rich, if you plug yourself into the community, you might even find voluntarists who offer those services. Yeah. And perhaps even for cryptocurrency, for example, or goldbacks or something along those lines. The the community has expanded so much that there are now things to plug into rather than you just have to come here and start it yourself if you want. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. We're out of time. We are here seven days a week, though. From 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Time, if you want to call. I realize some stations might be playing only part of the show and off those hours. So 
I want to say thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, Richie. Thank you. Thanks to all our listeners. You're welcome. Have a good night. Peace. The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com.